to run. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Star Wars, the one with the little wizard boy. Welcome to Rogue One Radio, your source for sweet jams and conversations about a galaxy far, far away. And now, from the remnants of Jetta City, it's Rogue One Radio. Are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Nerf herder! Yes! We are your favorite Nerf Herders. This is Rogue One Radio, episode 46. Uh, I am Steve, one half of your host team, and with me is DJ. And along for the ride with us tonight is Nicole returning. Always a pleasure to have you on the show, Nicole. Hello. And tonight we will be continuing our journey through the Skywalker saga. And tonight's retrospective will be... On The Last Jedi, the second of the sequel trilogy. We are counting down to almost being done with the Skywalker Saga retrospective. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we'll have that later. We're going to have our top five list a little later in the show. Uh, RFB is with us. Good evening, sir. And um, then we'll have some news in a bit. Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. What, uh, Nicole, what's been going on with you this week? Um, not much. Just been kind of taking care of home life this past week. So, yeah. Yeah. and preparing for next week because I actually will be doing the Princess Cyrus with uh, uh, next week. So, something fun. Very cool. Very cool. So, what have you guys been up to this past week? How about you, DJ? Oh, me? Uh, All right, I'll go, I'll go first. All right. Um, so uh, other than work, uh, the countdown is on for our Universal trip. So uh, we leave uh, Thursday, so one more day of work for me, and then pack up and load up, and uh, we will uh, be the Brady Bunch going towards Florida. It's uh, approximately 1,600 miles. Uh, about 25 hours in the car should be fun. So, uh, but, uh, other than that, um, I did watch wonder woman, 1984. Um, I also started, uh, <laughs> the Supergirl series, uh, on the CW and, uh, you know, it, so, uh, I've actually liked that since we started watching the uh, Lois or uh, Lois and Clark uh, Superman and Lois show. Uh, and since this is a spinoff of that, I went back to check that out and see what it's all about. And so uh, I think I'm five episodes into the first season. And it's pretty good so far. Uh, I like where they're going with it. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's about what I've been up to this week, Steve. Yeah, I like that show. Uh, I like Supergirl, and and I also obviously like uh, Superman Lois. I'm actually behind on that. I haven't watched it since it picked back up. Um, uh, tonight's the first night. 
Yeah, oh, okay. well, good. I'm not, then I'm not You're behind. Not. All right. I am behind on Supergirl, though, because I haven't been watching that since it came back on. I'll get back to it. Um, I'm actually really behind on my reading, too. I have not been reading my comic books with due diligence like I should be. Um, I have been, Slacker. I, I have been reading a bit here and there of uh, Saga. I'm still working on that one. Um, other than that, I haven't been reading any. Well, I haven't really been reading hardly anything. I did, however, uh, go back and rewatch the entire second season of The Mandalorian, um, just because. Um, also, of course, I watched The Last Jedi to prepare for this show because it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, what else? Oh, I started watching. Um, did you guys ever watch the show Futurama? Yes. A little bit. Okay. I started watching that because I actually have, have not – I've, like, watched an episode here or there, um, but never really watched the entire, you know, show. So I, I started on a kind of a complete uh, rewatch. Uh, yes, RFB, I love my background, too. I finally got a green screen. Um, That's what I need. <laughs> I need a green but, screen. Yeah. <laughs> but um, thank you, RFB. Um so yeah, I've been watching Futurama, and uh, I'm I'm not very far into it. I'm I'm probably I'm still probably only about five or six episodes into it. Um, but other than that, just work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those uh, bills we got to pay. I tell you, yeah, all those bill bills bills. Um, so, um. RFB is the only one in the chat tonight. Eh, maybe it might be a slow start. That's okay. We'll, uh, <coughs> excuse me. So, uh, as I mentioned, we have our uh, discussion of The Last Jedi later on in the show. We've got our top five list after that toward the close of the show. Uh, tonight's top five is going to be um, characters from Star Wars that we would like to see live action um, that haven't already been live action. Um, so we'll get to that later. If you've got any, if you're in the chat and uh, if you've got any uh, suggestions on what you'd like to see, go ahead and shoot them in there. We've got some news coming up. Of course, a uh, little light on the news this week, not a big news week, um, but we do have some music for you. So we're going to go ahead and jump into that. Uh, so the first song that I have on our list is by a band from Cambridge, Ontario, Canada. The band is called Block Parent. Uh, they just released an album called Sick Year Bro. And the song we are going to play is called Landry's Video Kingdom. So here we go. Blah, 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 don't talk to me, blah, blah, I'm here to drink. Put your mouth on, blah, I'm here to drink. Please rewind the tape, I'm here to drink. Press 
I thought Steve froze there for a second. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't freeze. I just couldn't get the uh, the stop button to work. Okay, so that was uh, Block Parent with Landry's Video Kingdom. And we'll have more music uh, coming up later in the show. Uh, but tonight, if you're just now tuning in, this is Rogue One Radio, episode 46. We are continuing our Star Wars Skywalker Saga Retrospective, and we have landed on The Last Jedi this evening. Uh, if you've never listened to the show and this is your first time here on YouTube, uh, make sure that you subscribe and hit that like button for us so you can uh, let people know that this is uh, worth their time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also you can check us out on social media at uh, Twitter and Instagram there's the link right there at Rogue One the number one radio and we are part of the Red 5 network so if uh, you like Star Wars podcast or other nerd related podcasts make sure you check out red5network.com and uh, there's a whole slew of awesome podcasts there for you. So now we have our news to discuss. And I think you are up first there, DJ. All right. So first in our news from CBR.com, it is um, a bit of news about Marvel's What If. Is that animated series that's uh, going to be on uh, Disney Plus? Um, actually, seems like it's uh, going to be pretty interesting to see. Uh, it's going to tackle a lot of um, different things, such as uh, you know Peggy Carter getting the Super Soldier uh, serum instead of Steve Rogers. Uh, you know where she'll transform into Captain Britain, uh, and then uh, yeah, all sorts of different kinds of cool stuff like that. Um, so this one has to do, uh, with, uh, when it's going to come out. And as of right now, uh, it is scheduled to be, to debut in the August of 2021. 
So lots of cool ideas. Uh, some of my favorite things to do is, you know, what if this happens or what if that happens and speculate. And so, yeah. So Marvel, what if August 2021? Awesome. I didn't know it was going to be that quick. Uh, me either. I, I actually thought it was going to get pushed back uh, longer. But uh, I guess that's one of the benefits of it being an animated series uh, is that uh, even from home, people can still do a lot of the animation and things. So production uh, wasn't behind as bad as, say, uh, something shooting live action during COVID. So, uh, so yeah, we, we got, uh, I think we're going to get a little lucky on that one. Cool. Uh, so my first piece of news is regarding a, a trailer that dropped uh, over the week. Uh, a trailer for Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. Mm. Uh, so I don't know if any of you are G.I. Joe fans, uh, either the comic or the movies. Um, but this, uh, this new movie, uh, which stars Henry Golden as the titular character. Uh, Henry was from uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Um, anyway, so he stars, uh, of course, as Snake Eyes. And based on everything I've read, this is actually a reboot. This has nothing to do with the G.I.G. movies that came out uh, a few years ago, which yeah. um, is probably a good idea because there were some there were some problems with those movies. Um, they weren't bad. They weren't horrible. But there was a lot of uh, liberties taken with the source material. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess what they're doing with this is they're doing an origin story of Snake Eyes, as the title suggests. Uh, but it talks about his time. Uh, it's going to it's going to talk about not only his time before he becomes Snake Eyes, uh, as far as uh, you know the the silent uh, black outfitted character, um, but uh, kind of his time as he's first entering the uh, the ninja clan uh, that he is famous for being a part of. Um, so I, I have have any of you uh, seen the trailer? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, I, I saw the trailer. Um, I think I'm gonna like the movie, but I don't think the trailer really does it justice. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it was a good trailer. It was something that uh, definitely piqued my interest, but it yeah. really didn't give a whole lot away either. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't really. Didn't really tell us much about the movie. Uh, it did show the character talking. So um, as far as I can remember, this is the first time I've ever heard or seen, even in the comics, Snake Eyes talking. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, anybody that knows the actual origin of Snake Eyes knows that, um, of course, he did talk. So uh, I'm wondering if they're going to take the movie origin and further that along with the whole uh, took a vow of silence rather than he physically can't talk. Um, yeah. Because in the, in the comic book origin, he can't talk. He's he like got his voice box blown off. Mm -hmm. um, so it'd be interesting to see what, which way they're going to go and whether or not they're even going to explain it in this, uh, this movie. But yeah, check out that trailer. You can find it on YouTube and, uh, the movie's supposed to come out in July, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, 
so now we've got some uh, Star Wars news. You want to hit us up with that one? Absolutely. So this is one that uh, a lot of people have been uh, waiting for in any sort of scrap of news, even if it is a gentle whisper, is being picked up and broadcast everywhere. This one is uh, com from comingsoon.net. Uh, and it says Ewan McGregor confirms Obi-Wan Kenobi series has begun filming. So it's no longer in pre-production. They're actually on set filming scenes. And from whatever, everything that I've seen on it, uh, in fact, I even saw this uh, appearance on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, and uh, it looks absolutely fantastic. I'm so excited for this series. I know uh, fans have been waiting for this for so long as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, so it, it is uh, moving on up. Um, excited to see where they take it. Yes, definitely. Uh, so the last bit of news actually is in regards to the same TV show. Um, so the article that I read came from Illuminati, um, but their source is. Uh, Corey Van Dyke from Kessel Run Transmissions. Um, so this is, uh, as far as I can tell, this is mostly <laughs> rumor. Um, but uh, he claims that Moses Ingram, who was in uh, The Queen's Gambit, is going to be playing an Inquisitor on the show. Um, so... I mean, I, I don't find it that far fetched. I mean, who knows, you know, what what to believe, but it doesn't seem that far fetched to me uh, that an inquisitor would show up in the show. Um, yeah, absolutely not. It's right in the timeline. So, yeah. So it'd be very interesting to see. You know, a live action inquisitor probably wouldn't be in my top five, which we will talk about later. Uh, but it, it would be it would be very interesting to see a live action Inquisitor, um, especially having seen a uh, well not live action but a video game adaption of the Inquisitors in Fallen Order. I, I really liked their you know their portrayal, um, especially the main uh, Inquisitor. She was uh, she was pretty cool. I agree. Hundred percent. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, you know what? Um, this is, has nothing to do with news, but I wanted to show you guys my new uh, license plate cover. Uh oh. I just got it in yesterday. Does it go on your Millennium Falcon? <laughs> well. Oh, no. nice. My other nice. ride is a Tie Fighter. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> So I'm going to be putting that on the new car. Very nice. All right. Uh, well, what what did RFB say here? Uh, Want to hear, Miss? Oh, he, he wants to hear you, Nicole. I guess he wants to hear you talk hi. more. Hi, RFB. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I hope he's preparing his top five. We're going to need them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need more top five. We do have a few that uh came through on uh discord but uh so we have a little bit uh, of uh audience participation on that end um 
but as we were talking about prior to uh, prior to going live, um, I don't think either one of us like have our list complete. Uh, I do. I got my list between... complete. Very good. <laughs> You're better than us. Now. See, now I do have my five. I just don't have them in any order yet. So I'm gonna have okay. to be thinking about that during the course of the uh, during the course of the show. Um, well, so since that time, I've actually gotten all five and in order now. So okay, well, uh, I, I'm ahead uh, of the curve. The curve. Well, then you're you're both ahead of me. So I'll tell you what. While we're listening to the next song, now how about that segue? Uh, I will uh, <laughs> I will come up with my uh, with my order of of the list. Um, so we've got uh, we've got our discussion of the Last Jedi coming up. Uh, before that, we will play our second song of the evening. Uh, this song is from a band called Lost in Society. They are from Asbury Park, New Jersey, home of the boss. And this song was released as a single on uh, May 14th. And it is called Say Anything. Enjoy. We have boom boxes we get to hold up for Say Anything. <laughs> <laughs> On and on this road it winds, we've seen it all before. Asking for a cigarette, we're scooping off the floor. It's silence for miles, I sleep for a while. As words pass through my head, I lay down and fade Anything just like the other days. If only I could change today. Please just say anything. Say anything. Say anything to me. Please just say anything. Say anything to me. I thought I had you. Couldn't be more wrong. Last style and drown me out, put me where I belong. I still in denial. My words put on trial. As words jump from my head, you lay down and say You won't say anything, just like the other days. If only you would change today. Please just say anything. Please just say anything. 
All right, Say Anything by Lost ah. in Society. Very nice boombox there. <laughs> All right, well, who's ready to talk about The Last Jedi? Oh, oh, pick me, pick me. Me, me, pick me, pick me. Okay, we can all talk about it. All right. <laughs> all right. So uh, normally how we do these things is uh, we start off with the opening crawl. So we've done that for the uh, last seven or seven. So uh, now let's uh, get into the opening crawl of The Last Jedi. The First Order reigns. Having decimated the peaceful Republic, Supreme Leader Snoke now deploys his merciless legions to seize military control of the galaxy. Only General Leia Organa's band of resistance fighters stand against the rising tyranny. Certain that Jedi Master Luke Skywalker will return and restore a spark of hope to the fight. But the resistance has been exposed. As the First Order speeds towards the Rebel base, the brave heroes mount a desperate escape. Ta-da! Here we go. All right. So, um, I guess we start with overall impressions. Um, I, I wanted to start things off by 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 saying I, I mentioned this to DJ earlier, but uh, this has kind of been a very divisive movie uh, yeah. as far as among the Star Wars fandom. Um, I don't know. I I liked it. I liked it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that did not. Uh, but as I was saying, I'm pretty sure I said the same thing last week, but. It would take a lot for a Star Wars movie to just outright be bad. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, the characters alone uh, can carry that franchise mm -hmm. uh, as long as they are they're written well. Um, yeah. And, and as RFB likes to say, just give me a story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, it was it was a good Star Wars story. Uh, I understand some of the uh, the things. Uh, what am I trying to say? I understand some of the qualms that some folks have with it. Uh, I just don't share those qualms. Um, so. I don't know. I mean, I, I liked it. There were some things I, I wouldn't say, you know, obviously it was not my favorite star wars movie um but it was uh it certainly wasn't at the bottom um in fact while i'm thinking about it since i've been going through this every time we do one of these um let's see so there's nine nine in the skywalker saga this one is at number four in my list so it's fairly high up there 
Um, but there's, you know, and we'll, we'll get to start, you know, we'll get later on. We'll talk about our likes and dislikes about the film and, uh, it might give you some insight as to why it's so high. Hi. Um, but yeah, I liked it. What about you guys? Nicole? You know, I, overall, I liked it. I get what you're saying, though. I know that this was either you loved it or you hate it type of movie when it came to Star Wars, but I actually liked it. You know, for many reasons, you know, I was re-watching it yesterday and I actually watched it today just to be really be fully fresh and ready, but I was just like, okay, remind me again why people hate this movie. And But then I have to remind myself, you know what, that's okay. They can dislike a movie and, and I can move along and still enjoy it. And that's okay. You know, with Star Wars fans. So good. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, uh, and I'd agree. I, I enjoyed the movie as well. Um, the more I think about it, the more I could always nitpick it and pull it apart. And it was like, well, this worked, this didn't work and, uh, and whatnot. But overall it was, it was a good movie. Um, I do understand uh, a lot of the complaints about it, um, yeah, but we'll save that for the likes and dislikes part. <laughs> but, uh, but overall, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, it's fairly well done. Um, it just missed a little bit of uh, fine tuning here and there. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, what Star Wars movie can you not nitpick? Right, right, true, very true. Yeah. Clone so Wars. Are- it was just a. Clone- <laughs> Get out! No. Um, so, so RFB says says that it's. I, I don't think he finished the sentence, so maybe you can help me out here. He said, "Not divisive, only through opinions of." Um, you you want to finish your thought there? What uh, opinions of what? <laughs> others, um, others, I guess. Um, so, is this is this the movie that kind of started the whole fandom menace thing, or was that? Way before that. Uh, now, Phantom Menace came from Phantom Menace. Uh, a lot it. of people just did not like the direction that uh, George Lucas was going um, uh, with with that part. And I think it was mainly stemming from the use of midichlorines. Uh, yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, because you, know, you go through all the... Uh, the original trilogy, and they ex- explain, you know, that you know it's a mystical force that binds, and then you're like, nah, it's just a microorganism that's like a parasite, and a lot of people did not like that explanation. Uh, but uh, this is also one that uh, people did not like uh, certain portrayals of characters, uh, which I'm sure we'll get into here in yeah. uh, in our character section. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. overall, I, I guess all three of us agree that we like it. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you just can't please everybody. True. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Star Wars, the Star Wars fandom is no, uh, is nothing <laughs> different. Yeah. Right. Um, so so uh, did we, we want to go through like a brief synopsis of uh, what happened in the movie? Man, there was a lot going on in this movie. Uh, <laughs> well, let's well, see. Um, when did you watch it last, Nicole? This morning. Okay, you get to do the synopsis then. 
Um. Okay, I can try. If you don't want to, that's fine. Uh, I, I can take I it if you don't I want to, like but drag out. Like it's it's you know you you kind of like you have obviously the opening crawl and you have my favorite one of my favorite moments with Hux, which was you know between him and Poe. Hey, you know, hey, it's uh, is <laughs> General Hugs around? You know, who could not laugh at that? I absolutely loved that part. Um, okay, so I'll be going off the script because I'm a very much a squirrel. So let me be honest. I will, like, squirrel it the whole way. It's if all I right. put it out, that have been different. It's true. Anybody who knows me knows I will squirrel. I will be one way, and then all of a sudden, whoop, and then another way, whoop, and here we are. I'm a squirrel. Uh, that's, that's just true. It's <laughs> no fine. It's all right. Uh, I <laughs> you know me enough to know that I'm like, whoops, squirrel. I have to write it all yeah. out, so I'm right there. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but um, yeah, go I mean, go for it. See what you got. I mean, general synopsis. You know, we've got you know Ray and uh, Luke. Of course, Ray's trying to get him to to train her, and then we got Poe and General Hugs. I mean, Hux. You know, we we have many many moments. You know. It, yeah. it's about this whole movie there's you know it's the next again i'm squirreling i will squirrel the whole time <laughs> we'll get nowhere <laughs> all right all right so uh but I like it I, out, I would have had it perfect but without writing it so, out i will squirrel the whole time <laughs> as nicole as nicole was saying you know it opened up with the uh the great line of dialogue between uh poe and hux and uh, his, his mother, uh, yes, hugs. Uh, hugs, and, and, and hugs. And, I laugh yeah. at that part every time. I it just, I do. I, I laugh every time. Um, and then, uh, we get a couple of, uh, new character, uh, interactions, uh, or introductions. Um, you know, they, uh, they're trying to get away from the first order and they managed to bring down a large, uh, first order uh, ship, which was pretty cool to see, um, but somehow uh, the first order is able to um, uh, to track them down, uh, and we get uh, the famous uh, holdo maneuver. Um, then we have uh, Ray and Luke and uh, Ray's quest to be trained. Uh, in the Jedi arts, and Luke's like, uh, yeah, thanks, but no. Um, you know, then, uh, you know, the uh, Resistance does manage to get away, uh, and uh, Poe sends uh, Finn and uh, new character Rose uh, on a mission to, um, uh, to help bring down the First Order. Uh, and they meet another new character, DJ, uh, who is a uh, slicer. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we have uh, some uh, Ray and uh, Kylo action. Um, you know, and we have a big fight uh, on the bridge in front of... Uh, Snoke, and uh, which is very reminiscent of the one in uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, and uh, ends pretty much the same way as well. Um, 
but yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty interesting to see. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then we get the, uh, you know, uh, for, uh, resistance heading to a, a base. The first order is, uh, in tow. Uh, and then we, uh, get an appearance, uh, from the Jedi master and him and Kylo have a battle for, uh, the ages, uh, or what seems to be, uh, and then, um, we have some ending moments there at the end of the movie, and that is the brief synopsis of The Last Jedi. All right, very good. So, um, there weren't a lot of new characters introduced in this film, uh, but there were a few that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, the first one that I can think of uh, is um, is Rose. Mm -hmm. Makes Rose an appearance. Yep. yep, she makes an appearance. She's a mechanic on the uh, on the Republic ship, and uh, has an interaction with with uh, Finn. Uh, mm -hmm. Does not turn out well in his favor. Um, so this is a character who um, I, I have no idea why, but a lot of people didn't like her. And it got so bad uh, for her that she like got rid of all of her social media because mm -hmm. of all the people that were, were trash talking her. And I, I just don't get it. I thought her character was great. Same. Uh, I, I agree. Love, yeah. No trash talk here. Yeah, well, which I mean, is pretty. It, it's pretty crazy because you know she went through all of that, and then when the next movie comes out, there's such an outcry because her participation in that movie was not not much of anything, and everyone yeah. was all up in arms. But you know they were so upset with the character to begin with. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean it's you know. Yeah, it's like make up your mind. You either like her or you don't. But yeah. Um, so there was her. Um, I gotta tell you, I mean, one of my favorite uh, new characters, and 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 he's he's one of those characters that you you love to hate. Um, is DJ? I oh, I actually liked that character. Oh, I thought no. he was great. Yeah, no. I like uh, the character. The, the character was fine. I hated his tick that he had. I, that didn't that, bother me at all. I just, for whatever reason, I just was like, uh, I don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, it reminded me too much of Heath Ledger, uh, Ledger's Joker, mm. the way that he kept sticking his tongue out. And I'm like, oh, I've already seen that. You know, it's just just play a character and let let's get on with it. The character <laughs> itself wasn't bad, but. Just uh, Benicio del Toro's uh, mannerisms for that character just didn't sit well for me. I didn't have a problem with the mannerisms. It, it brought it brought a uh, it brought an angle to the character. Mm -hmm. I think brought he would. The name of DJ. I, I think <laughs> that the uh, I think the the portrayal would have been uh, a little more dry had he not had a little bit of. That uh, what called a tick, um, mm -hmm. but um, 
yeah, I liked I liked the character. I uh, you know they did a comic book about him. Mm -hmm. um, Very cool. And uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I still have it somewhere, but I did read it. Yeah, I liked the character. Uh, it did not surprise me at all when uh, he he turned out the way he did. Uh, you know, turning them all in for money um, did not surprise me at all. Um, but I liked. Uh, I liked the uh, conversations that he had with Finn uh, regarding good good guys and bad guys. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was that was pretty interesting, and and it's very uh, it's very close to how you know war profiteering really is. You've got uh, mm -hmm. you know the, the type of people that that profit off of war, uh, you know, either way. <laughs> are are not uh not you know not you this whole goodbye good guy bad guy thing uh it really mm -hmm. puts that in perspective but uh yeah so um yeah i liked them uh what other characters did you uh you know were, that were introduced who did you like or didn't like well i'm gonna go back to rose i i really loved her um i know that we got a lot more of her like in other in the books and things because i know like when i was doing the rise of skywalker she was in several of the other books um and i really liked her in her sister page i feel like we got to see this um this family or at least a, a part of their family unit you know what it kind of looked like and we you know we got to see that between um the beginning when her sister gives her life for the resistance to mm -hmm. when they get antibite and they're there and you know she's explained to Finn that oh well this is where we've been this is you know this was not new to her and i i loved that i like that they they her character and i just wish you know I, in some ways i do wish it was more in the next movie but it's not like i'm gonna tear her apart either i mean you can't right. kelly tran for that you cannot um because i felt like she did an amazing job as rose and she, you know shoot if yeah. they wanted to put her in like a tv series with as rose tico i'd watch it so yeah. yeah uh and then i have to mention the cute porgs i mean love porgs i know oh, they're yeah. i mean yeah. they're creatures not characters but they're characters eh, you know they're, they're characters kind of <laughs> it is canon Turbis is. I love porgs. <laughs> we don't get Ewoks. We got porgs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, what about the caretakers? You know they're. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The caretakers. You know, I was watching um some you know behind the scenes stuff, and it's really interesting. One that is a beautiful scenery that they have. You know where mm -hmm. Ray and um, Luke train, it or where she tries to get them train. It's so beautiful. And of course, you know, they got the idea from the porgs because of all the puffins that were there. And instead of, you know, trying to get rid of them and CG them out, CGI them out, they, you know, created the porg. And I love that, that they got creative with that and, you know, used it as a way, you know, to do a nice nod to the, to the country and stuff. It's beautiful. So. Yeah. Sorry. Totally away. Totally. See, squirrel. That's all right. That's all right. I thought the caretakers were hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yes. that, that was that that was pretty cool to see. Um, and there but, are some uh, deleted scenes, by the way. Some more scenes are in the deleted scenes with the caretakers. If yeah, they're uh, on Disney. Yeah, the deleted scene. There's a deleted scene where they're like having a party. Mm 
Uh-huh. And, I think uh, so. Mm-hmm. That was that was great. Uh, so the the name of the island uh, that they filmed that on is Skellig Michael. Oh, and, pronounce it. <laughs> uh, it is on the southeast side of uh, England. Uh, right off the coast there. Uh, you can actually go and visit the island. Um, there's uh, all the ruins and everything are, are, were actually there. Uh, there was a monastery that was there. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, that's pre- it's pretty cool. And if I ever win the lottery and can go and tour all the Star Wars locations, that's going to definitely be one on the list. That would be great. With you. <laughs> I- I would. Uh, I'd visit go. that island. Yeah, I'd visit that island. Yeah, Rogue One road trip. <laughs> there <Yay>! we go. <laughs> um, All right. Wait, um, can we can we go to Exegol? <laughs> you know what? If if you want to go to Exegol, we'll we'll, we'll make it happen. Okay. Good. I'll um, stay with Elon. Elon Musk will get us there. What's that, Nicole? I said I'll stay with the chip with Chewie. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see what other new characters did we have? We had well, we had Admiral Holdo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I enjoyed the character. Mm-hmm. And she's actually also in the book by Claudia Gray for uh, for care of uh, not Carrie. Ooh, Leia, the Princess of Alderaan. Uh, we actually yes. get to meet her. Her in actually in that book too, so they get to like to get to know her character and stuff. So it's really neat to see her on the big screen. Oh, I, I found it interesting that uh, you know the the way the character was portrayed uh, <laughs> in the station of rank. So you have Poe, who is a great pilot, and mm-hmm. uh, he can fly circles around everyone. But when it comes to military tactics he's kind of wanting a little bit he's he doesn't quite have it uh you know holdo is playing chess while he's playing checkers and (laughs) she she understands the bigger picture of things and he's more of that impulsive you know fighter jet type mentality get in get it done and go home uh and she actually looks at the bigger picture and uh and accomplishes far more reaching effects. Uh, and I love the way that that uh, played out in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with everything you said. Um, for me, though, uh, she's kind of one of the uh, lesser favorite characters. You just didn't I, like the hair. I, You know, something about the character and the portrayal both kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And, and I can't really put my finger on it. I just, just something about it. Just, uh, do you think, I don't know. Is, is it, do you think it's because you didn't get to like, see like the, her little bit more of her backstory or, or how her and like Leia, like actually knew each other. Like that could be know, part of it. Cause like she just kind of shows up and it's like, right. Okay. She's like, in where did charge. You Why? where do you come from? I've never heard of right. you. <laughs> right. Right. And I guess that's why it's kind of like nice to have like, uh, you know, a book by Claudia Gray to actually see her in that. So it's like it fills the gaps. But I get what you're saying. I think if, if I had to have one dislike, there it is, because 
I get that, you know, like, where did you come from? We haven't seen you yet, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it would yeah. be nice. It would have connected that one more dot, just connected it. And then, you know, well, it just now that being said, her, her maneuver, that yes. was, that was insane. <laughs> I was like, yes, holy yes. <laughs> Yes. That was great. <laughs> yes. Agreed. That that was amazing. She's the type of character who goes down with the ship. She holds herself responsible, holds herself accountable, which I like about her. So when that ship was going down, she was going down as if she was the captain, whether she was the captain or general or not, she was going down with it. So kudos for, for her on that character. That's and, awesome. And to play devil's advocate a little bit, we uh -oh. didn't know anything about Mon Mothma either. And sure. we, we definitely accepted her as the leader. So I, I think it was just because yeah. we expected Leia to be the, you know, above all and end all of leadership. And she wasn't even, even in the original, she wasn't, she wasn't on the very top of the totem pole. She, she would rather be on the business end rather than the diplomatic end. And right. I think we got that in this one as well. She's just a general. She's just trying to accomplish her mission. And right. let's leave somebody else to, I mean, Leia could have done it, but she'd rather leave somebody else in charge and to give her a little more free reign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what other new characters were there? Like I said, there weren't very many that were introduced. Yeah, that's um, that's about it for new ca characters right. that we got. I think like supporting characters and stuff because I mean we could talk about Broom Boy, but maybe I'll save that for my likes later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Broom yeah. Boy. He um, only had like seconds, man. So or a minute. So yeah, he made yeah. it count. And we didn't we didn't get to hear we didn't get to see much of uh, the Master Codebreaker either. Yeah, we yeah. got like what a couple seconds. It was like they yeah. saw him and then, oh, hold on, you're coming with us. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've yet Not to now, read. I'm on a roll. Well, we uh, we did get a, uh, a couple of new species or a few new species. We already talked about a couple of them. Um, we did talk about the the porgs. Oh, Can go I ahead. Your thought. What? Before we move on, can we? Can I interrupt your thought before we move on to species and ports? Sure. So there's yeah. a book I haven't had to read because our the book club I'm in we haven't we haven't read it yet. But I think it goes in deeper, and it's called actually Canto Bright. So it actually goes over all of, all that other really cool stuff we didn't get to see or hear about. Yeah. So I, I think we might I might see more of the Codebreaker in here. I will get back to you guys because I think yeah. I might have to start reading it and. Not waiting for my book club to read it. Yeah. Right. So nice <laughs> that just gave me an idea for some future episodes. Maybe we should do some You're book club welcome. episodes. Sure. Like, assign, like, you know, assign a book to whoever wants to be on the show that week and uh, we just talk about a book. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on to that. We can talk about that later. Uh, you've got plenty. Yes. Um, which reminds me, I still need to read 
Okay. What? Squirrel. Okay. Uh, See? Yeah. <laughs> species. We were going to talk about species. <laughs> yes. Other than four. We don't have to. I, I mean, yeah. Um, I, uh, there were just some cool things that we saw. The the animals that are that were on Canto Bite that were racing. Yes. Uh, those were. The, those were really cool to see, and uh, you know, it's like I, I would have loved to seen a little bit. You know, almost want a Star Wars National Geographic, uh, you know, show where they go into, you know, uh, yes. uh, all these different things. That would that would be so yes. cool to see. That would be uh, so cool. Well, I'm game. I'll have to pitch that to uh, to Disney, uh, a Star go. Wars. Since they own National Geographic, we they can just get the guys that do all yes. those shows just to to do that. Uh, and then the crystalline foxes, I thought looked really cool as well. Um, that were on uh, crate, so that yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool to see. Um, but yeah, uh, and then of course uh, the the porgs, and uh, I know I mentioned uh, earlier uh, that uh, Turbus was canon, uh, and for those that uh, might not know uh, who Turbus is. Uh, there is a uh, fellow podcast uh, called uh, Tatooine Sons, uh, and it's uh, run by uh, David Jesse and his two sons. They were at, uh, I guess it was Celebration, and managed to ask uh, Ryan Johnson a question. And uh, Nate's uh, question was, what was the name of the Porg on the Millennium Falcon? And uh, Ryan Johnson didn't know. Uh, he's like, if you could name it, what would you name it? And Nate thought about it for a second and said, Turbis. And uh, Ryan Johnson confirmed that, you know, you know, from now on, that's going to be that Porg's name. That's and <laughs> it, it took a little awesome. while. And it, it was a grass, grassroots movement of making Turbis Cannon. Uh, and then uh, it, it actually happened in some comic books uh, and uh, they were they actually named uh, the Porg Turbis. So that's a cool story, uh, you know, and uh, just shows how awesome Star Wars is uh, and uh, what perseverance can do. Uh, if you have an idea, you know, hey, stick with it. Go for it. Why not? You never know what can happen. Yeah. So. Like Bob. Yep. So Greg yeah, has, like uh, Greg has entered the chat. Welcome, uh, Greg. Hey, Greg. Um, hey, he Greg. just made a con he just made a comment here. Uh, Porgs were supposed to be the cute, cute characters, and then Grogu came out in Mando, and that was the end of them. <laughs> uh, you know, what? I would I agree with that a hundred percent. Kind of hard uh, to beat the, Grogu, man. <laughs> yeah, I, there was there was pork merchandise everywhere, and uh, you know, and it just, yeah, uh, it, they were even in the uh, Lego Holiday Special. And, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, but yeah, uh, Grogu came and stole all their thunder. <clears throat> yeah, yep. I think Grogu so, uh, stole most of the thunder. DJ, you had mentioned uh, briefly uh, National Geographic, and that reminded me of something. Have either of you watched um, the Biomes videos on Disney Plus? I have not had a chance, but uh, I'm watching this week. I I have not been on Disney Plus other than for Bad Batch, so oh, I don't okay. know what else is on there. 
Um, well, well, yeah, life has gotten. Is, uh, it's uh, well. The description is t uh, take a virtual vacation to some of the Star Wars films' most iconic and beloved locations. Um, Yay! I can finally take a vacation, you guys. You guys want to come with? We'll just just turn on Disney Plus. So essentially, it's like it's like fly through tours of uh, various locations in Star Wars. Um, there's also a vehicle fly through. Um, but there's only two episodes of that. You've got the Millennium Falcon and a Star Destroyer. Um, but yeah, if you uh, if you're interested in in nature videos, by and you're a Star Wars fan, biomes would be perfect for you. Yeah, Greg uh, just said yeah, he, uh, he watched them last night. What do you think of them, Greg? Yeah, I thought they were pretty interesting. Um, did you feel like you were almost... on a vacation though? Like. No, not really. I was still sitting in my living room. Dang. <laughs> it didn't like take me away. I guess if that's what you're asking. Um, I just uh, I could uh, picture like David Attenborough just narrating it, you know. <laughs> and here, here on Endor, uh, we have the notorious Ewoks. Watch out; those murder bears will get you. And, you, you can know, just, it just like articles. I mean, that's what my well, last few articles well, yeah. have, been, have been all about—the traveling and stuff. Man, yeah, and those, those are very stuff. well done, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, pl plug away. Re read Polly's stuff on uh, Twin Suns Outpost. Twin Suns. Definitely. Definitely. Twin Suns. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, anyway. Anyways, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, move on. So Greg, Greg says he enjoyed it uh, like a drone flyover, something unique and different. Yeah, definitely. All right. Cool. Uh, so I'll stuff. check those out. Did we have yeah. any other species we wanted to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. I think that was do it. We want, do we want to talk about the milking? I was going to say, no. what about the, what uh, about the the giant milking thing? Uh, I, I was leaving <laughs> that one alone. <laughs> uh, kind of. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> I don't want to ever hear anybody ever diss breastfeeding ever again in my presence when that has been in. Uh, <laughs> I said it. I'm sorry. I had to. I mean, no, he's, got a, he's got a drink. Yeah. I mean, it's like a cow, right? But like a walrus. He's a growing boy. To show it. <laughs> I mean, I if, if there was, you know, if there was like a little cover and, you know, he went over and got a drink or, you know, or something, you know, like, oh. but yeah, you don't got to watch him just, you know, no. DJ, no. I can't believe you're body shaming that poor species. Uh, well, uh, just. Uh, Again, breastfeeding. Oh, wait, not the right term. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that was. All right. Thanks, guys. Now I'm all red. Uh. <laughs> hey, we got to have laughter here somehow. I need a drink. <laughs> okay. We, we, we can move on now. We, we're done talking about the milking moment. Um, all right. All right. How about uh, what do we have next? Oh, uh, 
<laughs> Greg has a has a comment on that. That, that scene was memorable for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I mean, Luke's Luke's reaction to drinking it though that was classic. Yes, oh, it yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Just like a you know, nice ice cold Coke or something. Just yeah, nothing, nothing <laughs> like an ice cold blue milk. Green. Oh, was it, it green? Oh, that's right. It, it was green. green. It was green. Right. Was green. Uh, the Bantha is blue. So what is up with Luke and milk? Right. I mean, he gets blue milk. He gets green milk. Well, it's what he—it's what, what he had available to him. You know. <laughs> you can't drink yeah. the salt water. I'm assuming it's salt water, but. Um, all right. Um, what's next? Likes and dislikes. I think um, so. Yeah, we could we could talk about that, uh, or you know, we can talk about some of the characters that we've seen before. Uh, if you want to get into that, or we can actually probably get into that into likes and dislikes because there's a few yeah, things in there that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we can probably do that. All right. Um, do you want to do likes first, or do you want to do dislikes, or do you want to combine them all and each take turns? How do you want to run that? Um, let's do dislikes first. All right. Turn out of the way. And let's let's all let right. our guest let's let our guest take point on that one. All right. Well, dislikes. I. So I've already mentioned one of my well earlier when we were kind of talking it out with Hando is that with her. I get what a lot of people are trying to say in regards to um, finishing out the story, connecting her and Leia, because, you know, she just shows up and she's in the movie. And I get that some people don't look, you know, maybe if they just would have smoothed that over just a little bit more, it's not a huge dislike, but it's, it's just something that they would have tweaked just a little bit. And it probably would have helped the story just a little bit, but I don't have many dislikes. I know I'm the weirdo. I like the movie. Yeah. I'm sure okay. I'll think of more if you guys come up with more. <laughs> I got a list, so that's all right. Uh -oh. Hold on oh, to your wow. chairs. Just got a wow. list. Okay, um, DJ. No, we'll let Steve go first. Because I think mine will uh, probably take the longest. Yeah, probably. Because I, I, I don't have a whole lot. Um, I wasn't crazy about Admiral Holdo. Um, right. I... Um, as a movie overall, I, I thought it was, uh, what's the best word for it? I thought it was a little scatterbrained to, okay. to a certain extent. There was, there was a hell of a lot going on in that movie and, and, mm -hmm. uh, it would, uh, I don't know. There was just a lot going on in that movie and it felt like it needed, Something to tie feel, it all together. Do you feel if they uh, would have added time to the movie, like even 30 more minutes to spread it out? Do you think you would have gotten what you needed? That's a possibility. And here's why I say that. If you're had it Palpatine. <laughs> so, no, but here's what I say. There was a lot going on. But with everything that was going on there, it just seemed like where there were some missed moments. Like, well, okay. wait a minute. What, what, okay. That was, wait a minute. Huh? What? It's like, if you're like severely ADD, like I am, um, watching that movie can get a little confusing. 
Okay. Fair enough. Um, oh, man. I'm trying to think of more dislikes. Uh, I think DJ might have our whole list of yours and mine. DJ, yeah, he might have our whole list. <laughs> I really think um, so. You know, it's kind of like yeah. Palpatine. He's got, he's got the list because he, he's he's over it all. He I, I mean, I can, I can be really, really generic about this and just say it could have been better. Yeah. I don't know, mm -hmm. but how? I don't know. Just something about it. I think it could have been better. Okay. Fair enough. Right. All right. So here we go. Hold on uh, to your seats. We already talked about DJ. I, Hold I just, on to your uh, green milk squirters. Uh, I, I wasn't, uh, <laughs> what wasn't quite, uh, you know, it, it was okay, but you know, not my favorite part of the movie. Um, to kind of go off of what you said, Steve, uh, it lacked general oversight. Cohesion. And, and it, yeah. And how I say that, or, or what I mean by that is, if you look at the original trilogy, George Lucas directed the first one. Irving Kirshner uh, did the second, and I can't remember the guy that did the third one, but it was not Lucas. But Lucas was on set every day, not handling director duties, but he, his influence was there. He guided them in the process. Uh, he was there for the editing. It was his story that was being told. So in this one, we had J yeah. we had JJ tell his story. And then they handed it off to Ryan, and he told his story. But the two didn't connect. Mm. And, and then we get basically were, the same thing with the last one. Right. And again, okay. and, and so if they would have had some sort of oversight, some sort of one voice that says, whether it's the story group, whether it was Kathleen Kennedy, whether it was, you know, the maker himself, like whoever saying, all right, this is the direction that we're going to go. This is the start. This is the end for the first. This is the end for the second. This is our grand finale. This is our story. So like Fit a Kevin Feige for Star Wars, almost. Exactly. Yeah. You know, something, you know, that, you know, tell your story that you want to tell. Here's where you start. Here's where you end. Go for it. And, you know, whatever you got in the middle. But we need this point to match. We need this point to match. And we need this point to match. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just, it, it, it lacked that cohesion and that overall arc. It felt like there, there were three separate stories that they jammed together with some of the same characters to try to tell the overreaching thing. Mm -hmm. um, I can see that. Um, just out of curiosity, if you, we were to rank, if you were to rank the Skywalker Saga films, where would this be in your list? Um, this would be number eight. Wow. Okay. Hence the long list of dislikes. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this would be number eight, and Attack of the Clones is number nine. But we've already talked about that. Yeah, we have. So. Okay. I mean, they're great movies. I love the movies. I love them all. But if I was to rank them... Yeah, sure, then, sure. Yeah. You know, um... 
Uh, I did not like uh, Leia's spacewalk. Uh, to That's me, fair. That, just, that felt weird. And, and, you know, there was just, you know, other than a little twitch of a finger, but, you know, I don't know. It just felt out of place. And there was like no explanation for it. It's kind of similar to, you know, four ceiling, you know, it just kind of showed up and like, Oh, Hey, look what I can do. And, you know, there was, we knew that Leia could uh, use the force a little bit. We had no idea what her, what her, uh, to what extent, but then all of a sudden she gets sucked out of a ship and she's like a Jedi master that can harness the force that well to keep her alive. And, you know, while she's basically frozen, summon herself back to a ship, it just didn't really, it, it just felt weird and out of place. I mean, I thought it was cool, but just out of place. So, um, uh, and that's fair. I can, I can see that. That was a little odd. And I guess, and I'll, this will be my last one. Uh, and this is covers several different characters, uh, Finn and Hux and, uh, a couple of others, possibly DJ, if we would have gotten a little bit more time with him, but, uh, the, the characters were either, uh, uh, shown and then completely neglected, uh, to have any sort of story or meaningfulness in the story. They just kind of showed up on screen. Uh, or it was a complete departure of what the character was in the first film. Mm -hmm. So I, Finn, we didn't get to see a whole lot of. Uh, you know, and uh, Hawks is a complete 180 from the character that we saw in The Force Awakens. You know, it's uh, the, in, in The Force Awakens, he was so bold and sure of himself and confident. And the First Order has the upper hand, yet he regresses and starts becoming whiny. And just, I'm like, you know, what happened to the character that I really enjoyed in the first one? And, you know, what's gone on that, you know, is making him this way? Uh, and yeah, there's a, there's a few characters that are, uh, you know, either forgotten or had taken a step backwards. And that's, that's my last dislike. Okay. I have, I have a fun fact I can throw in. Go ahead. Go for it. I so, like fun facts. And you guys may or may not, I'm assuming you know this, but Carrie Fisher actually helped to like, she was known as a screenplay doctor. So she was up on there, like helping to rewrite the screenplay or rewrite the scripts and stuff as they kind of went along. So I wonder how much they her influence us on things. I'm just cururious. But yeah. just to find uh, fact, and I, th I think it's pretty cool because I mean, I, it just shows we, you know, she's done it for other movies too. So, but it shows a lot of talent on Carrie Fisher's part. Yeah. So, fun fact. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I, I, I mean, I and I like. I read somewhere that the the way that if George Lucas was to have done it, that the first one would have been about Han. Yes. Uh, and the second one was about Luke, and yeah. the last one was supposed to be uh, Leia's 
uh, turn in the spotlight. Uh, And unfortunately, that didn't come to pass. And uh, we didn't get to, I don't think we got to see really what they had planned for us uh, in episode nine. Right. Which I, but real quick on that note, though, I think I, because I actually was thinking about that today, actually. I think it's interesting. I think. Because you watch, you know, Force Awakens and, and Han Solo passes away, Luke Skywalker and this one passes away, and then of course, and the next one is, um, is Le- is Le- Leia, which is, I don't know, I think it was like a double heartbreaking because <laughs> you know in real life that the actress is no longer, uh, so you know, you know that they tried, but it it's like it's almost too sad that they didn't flip them just, you know what I mean? Like what if, yeah. if what if Leia would have passed away for this one mm-hmm. and Luke for the next one? But it's almost like they wanted that for some odd reason they just were letting these characters it, it's their time and they were you know kind of like telling us as the, the fans hey this is their time it is time for them to move along mm-hmm. um minus the mandalorian with luke skywalker you know <laughs> but other than that i mean it, it is i think that they were trying to tell us fans like that must be like one of the that is one thing that is cohesive in each of them is that each of the main characters from the original trilogy other than chewbacca i don't know if i, I don't know if I, my heart could have handled it um to be honest i don't know uh but they did that each of the main characters you know pass passes away mm-hmm. you know other than lando and you know chewie and stuff so I can't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start crying. <laughs> so, yeah. anyways, I have good so, stuff. <laughs> yes, likes. Gre- Gre- before we get on to the good stuff, Greg had a, a, a comment here in the chat. Uh, uh, he mentioned to Nicole earlier, it seemed like there needed to be another movie. Episode yeah. 8 and 9 had so much going on, certain moments weren't able to be explained properly. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and like DJ was saying, uh, a lot of that had to do with oversight. I hadn't even really thought of that, but yeah, there wasn't one single go-to care uh, person uh, overseeing the whole thing. So that that could be uh, that could be why the whole sequel trilogy was kind of scatterbrained. Uh, <laughs> but uh, likes, uh, we can talk likes. I, um, I loved the opening scene, the entire <laughs> space battle. Uh, that was amazing. We, uh, you know, <clears throat> you read about them, uh, but I think this is the first time we actually see a dreadnought. Yeah, and it was just like, oh my gosh, I think so amazing. I want to fly one of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, Poe through uh, whether his actions were. Um, right or wrong uh you know he he destroyed a dreadnought uh unfortunately at the cost of uh pretty much most of the fleet uh so um i really liked i really liked that opening scene um what else uh i thought the uh i i did like the final battle between luke and uh, kylo um you know, uh, I, I'm, I mean, I don't know about you you guys, but but at the first viewing, I knew something was like, eh, I don't think he's actually there. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, younger, but- yeah, there were just little things that, mm-hmm. uh, that you, you were just like, 
I don't think that's actually him. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, but I did like it. I, it was like, it showed at that point how powerful Luke really was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that was pretty amazing, but, um, yes, I think I have a visitor. Uh oh, you have a visitor. Yeah. Is it Joey? It, it is Joey. Yay! Um, so, what did I get for a prize? Oh, so, wait. So right now we're talking about what we liked about The Last Jedi. <laughs> he's like, I'm done. Yeah. And he's Never mind. <laughs> Joey wasn't a big fan of the sequel trilogy in general. Well, that's, that's the impression I get from you bad-mouthing it all the time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the, the battle between Kylo and Luke um, and then, uh, oh, you know what? I did think of another dislike, <gasps> but it kind of, it does kind of go back to when we were discussing last week about, uh, about Snoke. Um, what? he just, yeah, he just, in this movie, he, he just like, as soon as he shows up, he basically is killed and it's like, oh, well that was disappointing. Uh, so, you know, just kind of yeah. furthers the idea that this guy was a, nobody from nowhere. And we got, we, we got no backstory about this guy. Except like he was the most in the movies, right. in the movies, right. we got no backstory. This guy just shows up. They start talking about him and you're like, who the heck is this guy? And, uh, I mean, at least with the emperor, you get, you got hints of him. Throughout the original trilogy, right? Uh, little hints. Well, with this, it's like, oh yeah. By the way, Snoke took over and and turned Ben. And like, who? What? What? He was a he was a severely. Uh, he really missed the mark. He was the Count Dooku of the sequel trilogy. Right. <laughs> well, and he. I mean, he was a puppet basically. But of course, you. I'm sure yeah. you know. But you know, in the comics, when that Kylo. Came on, which I had to get. Like that was. Oh yeah, I have, yeah. I might have multiple copies. Um, actually stashed away. Um, uh, but that, when you got that backstory, Maybe. it was really nice. It was like, oh, good. Now you know a little bit more about Snoke. You know, or who yeah, really yeah. Was, you know, other than being just Palpatine's puppet. The book was so. We're all Palpatine's right. That's, puppets. That book was great and gave us some backstory. But well, we are. Um, but, but as far as the movies go. He was just a severe, it was a, a prime example of missing the mark with a character. Um, yeah. In any case, so, so the entire interaction between him and Kylo and, and Ray, I just, I didn't like because I just didn't like Snoke. I just, I thought he was a waste of time. You spent years talking about how Snoke was going to turn out to be Palpatine, and you were wrong. I did not. That was you. That was you. <laughs> you totally thought Snoke was going to be Palpatine. TJ, it was you. Be honest. I thought it was Snoke. I thought it was Plagius. So, good point. Actually, I thought it was Plagius. Not the same difference. Completely different characters. Anyway. <laughs> So um, right. let's see what what else did I like about the movie? Uh, I mean, we talked about with some of the characters, like characters that people others didn't like, but I did. Um, yeah, I liked Rose. Uh, I liked DJ. What'd you say? See, see, Joey didn't like Rose. 
gross. I don't know. Maybe it's just he didn't have enough time to like for the character development for him to like her. But I mean, I saw enough of, of enough of mm -hmm. her and read her stuff about her that I'm like, oh no, I like Rose. I like her. Yeah. She's, she's got some. Uh, I I loved the island where the where Luke and, and Ray were. I, I loved uh, everything about that island. It was beautiful. Um, the um, you know every, everything from from the scenery to uh you know the little um nooks and crannies that they went into like where where ray went in and, and had her visions and then uh mm -hmm. the uh the jedi temple oh which brings us to another like that i about this movie is i really loved the appearance of yoda <gasps> yes oh i was, was probably cheering great. in in the theater when that happened yeah I'm like yes yoda. you know yoda, yoda was great he was back yoda? to his old gremlin self and <laughs> laughing ah page turners they were not <laughs> he was great how could you say that Joey just says Ryota was the, there? I, think, I think they can hear me yeah they can hear you the microphone's right there so why are you repeating everything i don't know i just Yoda's the only is that in the forbes Yoda and the Porgs is the only reason to watch the movie. Yep. That's fair. That's why. <laughs> hey, what about the Crystal Critters? What? The Crystal Critters. The bovine things. The crisp. The Crystal Critters at the end. The fox thing. Yeah. Okay, those things too. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, the movie summed up by him: Yoda and the Critters. Got it. Yeah. Yoda and the critters. Hey, he didn't even mention the milk giving creature. I'll have to talk to him about that later. It's uh that's gonna be the, the, the name of our what new are, band. Oh, he's Yoda coming back. What what about the what about the creature that gave Luke the milk? Because <laughs> we know that was DJ's favorite. I don't I don't think Joey was very impressed with that character. Ah I hope it's getting nothing from from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> all right nicole all right, all right. yay my likes yes. okay likes. so i'm gonna i'm gonna real quick go back because um a couple of my my favorite things one when they were on the island and and chewy comes through there and yells or roars at oh, luke i love that like he just he, and you know it man he is laying it down and i i just laughed um, oh man, that, that that scene made me cry. Right. When he was, yes, a, he was like, "Where's Han?" I'm like, "Ah!" Right. And then, of course, then R two D two gives you know Luke a little what for. It was like, uh -huh. "Now you're gonna start listening? Are you listening yet?" Yeah. Um. So I have to mention though, because you mentioned Snoke. What I I actually liked the the red uh the scene and the throne room, the red throne room. I really did like, you know how how it was really done nicely. I thought the choreography between uh, Kylo and and Ray, uh, even down to even the little touches. You know, people don't realize is that there there were moments where they were actually touching each other, and I love that. I loved seeing it being so chore uh, so choreographed really well. Um, I liked that. Um, which obviously I'm sorry for repeating myself. Um, I uh, I have to mention it, and I'm so bad. I don't. So one of my absolutely favorite scenes is right before Kylo and and Luke, and that is of course when um, 
when Luke comes in and he's sitting with Leia and he hands her, you know, Hans dice. And, and, and of course, you know, it, I was crying. Okay. You guys, I'll be honest. I was in the movie theater probably sobbing at this point because, you know, we already know that, um, our Carrie in real life was already gone. And at this point we didn't know that they were going to take our Luke away, you know, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why I said, like with the rise of Skywalker, I guess it almost made sense that they were going to take her away. But in the reality is, is I think they already had that pre-planned. I think that's the one thing they had planned based off, off of how I, yeah. how I see, it. but, um, but that scene was so beautifully done and, and I love it. It's, it is my absolute favorite scene. Um, I, I can't, I can't talk about it too much or I'm just going to start crying. I can feel my eyes welling up right now. The, it's just a beautiful one, one of your likes that you just mentioned reminded me of some characters that I didn't like. Um, uh oh, I hope it's and, not my, my Leia because. My oh, no, 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 no. Oh man. That, no, absolutely not. Never, never in a million years. No, I, I wasn't like, crazy is, about like the, Star Wars sin. I wasn't crazy about the Praetorian guards. Uh, what? I thought that oh. They were kind of like the dollar store general version of the Imperial Royal Guards. Oh no, they're so much better. No, no, absolutely not. Let the All battle right. commence. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I did. The, there was a vote of no confidence on uh, Rebel Scum Radio uh, that I did the Rebel Scum podcast, uh, and it was okay. me that had the Pro, uh, Praetorian Guard versus the Knights of Ren. And I absolutely crushed it with the Praetorian Guard. They, they were absolutely amazing yeah. for what they were. It took two Jedi or two Force users in order to bring them down. So, yeah, yeah. Great, great, I, I think, great I think the, the same could have been said about Imperial Royal Guards. You know, I mean, they're the same thing. It's just a, uh, a different version of that office. Eh, I, I like the, the armor. Guard armor was cool. Okay. Uh, did you have any more likes, Nicole? Well, I mean, of course, I loved Rose. I already mentioned at the beginning, you know, I liked with Hugs and Hux. That was very funny to me. Of course, Yoda, we already talked about, you know, loved him. But, you know, again, my favorite moment was it was the Luke and Leia moment. And, and then the giving of the dice. I just... Yeah. That that was the movie for me, man. That mo that moment, I was like, "Well, how can you not like this movie now?" <laughs> like they gave you that moment, this beautiful moment that will forever be, you know, etched in our hearts and it, or at least on mine. And how can you not like dislike this movie because of that moment? <laughs> yeah, they know how to make you cry. Come on, this is like how many times the Luke Skywalker they've used him to make us cry. But in this case, I was crying because I knew in real life that Carrie was gone, and it just yeah. I was done. I was in tears. <laughs> All right, DJ, your turn. Your turn, DJ. Man. Uh, I was in man. All right, so I'm just going to name one. What? Well, you guys covered a lot. You covered a lot of the ones that I liked. So okay. I'm not going to beat the dead horse there. Um, but I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and uh, I'm going to pick one of the things that people tend to say really brought the movie down, and that was the portrayal of Luke Skywalker and his attitude 
and whatnot. I actually really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it a lot a of people, uh, you know, it wasn't, that's not my Luke. Uh, Luke Skywalker wouldn't have done that. And he wouldn't isolated himself and, and all that kind of stuff. Were um, they not paying attention to what happened? <laughs> well, I, th I think what a lot of people don't realize, and, and uh, I don't know, uh, for some reason this just stuck with me. Uh, when uh, when things went bad in uh, Revenge of the Sith, uh, Yoda went into hiding. He yeah. failed, so he went into yeah. hiding. Yeah. His yeah. his direct teacher, Obi-Wan, was in hiding. Yes, he was looking after Luke, but he was also hiding from the Empire himself and isolated himself on a place where wouldn't think that the Empire would look. Right. When Luke failed with his Jedi Academy and it was burned to the ground, he followed the example of his teacher. Right. Yep. He went into hiding and to uh, to reflect and what what can I do differently if I decide to do this again? Perhaps you know the Jedi weren't meant to be, you know, in the picture. He shut himself off from the Force, so he wouldn't you know so he wouldn't feel it. And uh, a lot of people just didn't agree with that. They're like you know Luke Skywalker would have come in and saved the day. And, you know, just like he did in the other one, but it's, that, that's not part of the hero's journey. You know, mm -hmm. so there, there's a part of that journey where you have to spend some time with self-reflection and look at what you've done in order to move forward. You don't necessarily right. have to move backwards, but you have to at least stand still and listen and reflect before you right. can move forward. And Agreed. I think that's the point that Yoda was trying to make was you know hey uh you know we had we had these failures you know but we learned from them and we taught you you have right. these failures but you need to learn from them and you need to keep on teaching and teach ray right. so uh yeah a lot of people just didn't they didn't really seem to to get it i remember you know the cries of you know not my luke uh you know when the movie came out uh but, but uh huh yeah I'm right with you, DJ. I, I I understand. I actually felt the same. I was very like, well, I mean, Yoda did it. I mean, so it made sense to me. But, you know, mm -hmm. I know you and I, are, we think a lot alike, but not everybody does. Um, I do want to add one more in, though, if I may, at this moment that I forgot. Sure. And I mentioned it earlier, but I didn't finish. One more final, like, that is Broom Boy. When that moment happened oh, yeah. at the end, he turned the ring. I'm like, yes, we're going to get a future three somewhere else. I was so excited. And I felt like when I saw Broom Boy, all I could think of was hope and for the future. All I could think of was the next trilogy that would come after all of this, you know, and, and all I could think of was, please let Broom Boy come back. He's the future. He's our future. You know, so we got the Mandalorian and other stuff, but you know, I'm kind of curious if we'll finally see the broom boy reappear because I felt like he just brought hope and this excitement and this, yes, you know, that broom in the year and that excitement and the, um, and that moment is just, 
opposite of the, the how sad and sad I felt, but happy sad with uh, Luke and Leia. But it was finally we get some hope for for the future. So. Awesome. Whoa! Yeah, like some really cool like. Well, Coolio is behind you. <laughs> we also got a like from the chat room. Greg commented that his biggest like uh, was the Kylo Ray uh, yep. battle scene fighting the Praetorians. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say the fight scene was amazing. I just thought the Praetorian uh -huh. guards were kind of substandard. <laughs> but, okay. Um, do we have anything else? Or does that wrap things up for our Last Jedi retrospective? I think that about wraps it up for that. Um, you know, we still have one more movie to go in the Skywalker saga. That's right. And uh, next week, DJ will you will not be with us. Is that correct? correct. Okay. Uh, um, I, I might try to pop on, uh, similar to what uh, Megan did when she was uh, at uh, Batu. Uh, although uh, mine won't be Star Wars related, but hey, maybe I can pop on over by some Marvel stuff because they do have some Marvel things at Universal Studios. So uh, yeah, maybe I, I'll I take everybody on a ride for the Incredible Hulk coaster. I don't even have any idea what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, so that could uh, we? I don't know. We may end up having to take a break. I don't. I, I couldn't tell you. We'll. I'll. I'll figure something out. Uh, but the next week, uh, I think I won't be here. I have two weeks off. I'll um, be back. And, uh, and uh, again, I have no idea what we're going to talk about that week either. So we'll, we'll figure something out. Superman um, and well, the, I don't <laughs> think the episode, I don't think the season will be over yet. Oh, that's true. Uh, I'll come up with something. Um, let me think. Uh, so we've got our, our top five list coming up next. We're going to talk about what uh, live action characters we want to see, or, or I'm, I'm sorry, what characters that haven't been live action that we want to see in live action. And uh, we've got some uh, audience participation on that one. And yep. um, before we jump back into that, we've got our last song of the evening. Um, this is from a band uh, from Newcastle, Wyoming called the Lillingtons. Um, they've actually been around for a while. Um, but they recently released a, uh, a covers EP, uh, which is actually a tribute to another band called Enemy U. Uh, the EP was called Can Anybody Hear Me? Uh, and the song I'm going to play from that EP is, eh, I'm going to play 72 Hours. So here it is. Hope you enjoy it. Still the same old kid, I don't get paid, I don't get laid, and 
hypochondriacs, and that's just fine with me. So I'm positiving. Right now we're here and kicking. If I hit for that clip, will you still catch me? Each time they turn it up, but I just tear it down. My thoughts are the line, and I run on gasoline. It's so unfair, but that is life. That may be so, but I don't have to like it. We've always got what's in our minds. Each life and happy day from every rush, each stupid crush, they'll never. All right. The <laughs> Willingtons. I really like those guys. Um, 72 was the name of that song. All right. We've got a top five list coming up to talk about. So um, let me look over this. And do I have my. I so thought what I is had my. Uh, for our audience. So if they want to add in. Yeah, yeah. Let me. Uh, I'll. I'll tell you who. Uh, who did respond to it? Um, so the topic was characters that have not Star Wars characters that have not had a live action. Uh, or movies uh, that you would like to see in a live action. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Star Wars characters that you would like to see played live action. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was trying to be a lot more articulate and it was not coming out that way. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think I've got my ranking. I think I'm good with my ranking. Um, so let's go ahead and start with uh, the folks who responded on Discord. Uh, Cam Ray responded. His five uh, were Thrawn, Dr. Aphra, Ezra, Darth Plagueis, and Hera. Uh, Megan's top five were Rex, Ezra, Thrawn, Cal Kestis, and Hondo. Uh, and then Adam, from a certain point of view, also responded. Uh, he basically just said Thrawn. He said Thrawn like five times. So, uh, yeah. Go at so, um, so that brings us to us three. Let's go ahead and start. Uh, 
Greg agrees that we should uh, have Hondo in the Mandalorian. I, I completely agree with that. I'd love to see Hondo in the Mandalorian. That would be the perfect place for him to be. Uh, or in Andor. That would be a pretty cool place for him to show up to. Yeah. yeah. Um, but let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and start us off, Nicole. What's your number five? Okay. Switching mine around in my brain. <laughs> Okay, so, so I'm going to at least give us one nod from the, the new books. And that okay. is from Jedi. I have to go with our newest Wookiee. I want to see Brer Bean. Bear, 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 how do you say it? Help me, gentlemen. Bear. <laughs> I don't pronounce things on purpose. <laughs> bear, bear, bear. I did once upon a time actually have that one down. And I guess I should have re-listened to it. But I would love to see. I love Wookiees, so what can I say? It, it, and he keeps getting pooped. It's like he's at two, and then he gets dropped. There's just other ones that are coming. So you guys all know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> nobody from the High Republic made my top five. But if it was a top ten, I I think I would uh, have the Neil somewhere. Mm -hmm. Denial or even Emperor Chris. But, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. so and if we did a top ten. I think you'd probably also have some more high republic just like I did. Probably. Or would. Probably. All right. Uh, my number five was Darth Bane. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I would really like to see, uh, I, I would really like to see a Darth Bane uh, movie or TV series. Um, it would be, it would be quite the uh, epic undertaking by Disney to try to do that. Uh, if they were going to base it on the, the uh, books. Uh, but yeah, I would really like to see a, a Darth Bane in live action. All right. My number five. I'm going to go with Dash Rendar. Okay. They could still bring him in if they wanted to do uh, something uh, you know, in the very near future. Uh, they could bring him in in the Mandalorian. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We uh, we need that Han Solo type character, uh, and that's the shoes that uh, that that he filled in Shadow of the Empire. Uh, he was a fan favorite. I would love to see him uh, return in live action. Oh, you know what would be a great place for him? The Book of Boba. Ooh, yeah, that would. Ooh, yeah, there we go. Oh, Greg, Greg has some suggestions. His Ooh, are uh, Thrawn, Ezra, Hera, Hondo, and Sabine. Very so good suggestions. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, uh, Nicole, what is your number four? Now that I've switched my list around. Natural. <laughs> In the share of time that we've been here. Um, okay, so from the book, Crash of Fate, um, I'm actually going to have to go to two names, and that's Izzy and Jules, and they are from a book called Crash of Fate, and I loved the book. It was really good, lots of energy, lots of adventure, and I think that it would be a really good made-for-Disney-plus type movie. Number yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Steve? I'm trying to think. I don't, th I don't even think I've read that before. 
I'm pretty sure I haven't. Um, my number four is a character from the comic books, uh, and his name is Kerr Kanos. Mm. Um, I might have mentioned him on the show in some other respect. He was, uh, so the book that he was in was called Crimson Empire. Uh, it took place, very good. It took place after the Dark Empire series from Legends. Um, so after Palpatine actually dies. Um, and he is the last remaining uh, royal guard. And he's on this mission to kill, basically kill everybody who caused the death of his emperor. Um, and uh, there are actually three. Uh, there's Crimson Empire, Crimson Empire 2, and then they made a Crimson Empire 3, uh, which they really did not need to make because it was not good. Um, but 1 and 2 were really cool. In fact, uh, Crimson Empire 2 is where we first hear the name of a character by the name of Nam Anor, mm -hmm. uh, who uh, was part of the Yojin Vong. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kirk Hanos is my number four. All right. My number four, Cal Kestis from Fallen Order. Okay. Yeah. I just think that uh, I they already have the actor perfect yeah. for it. You know, it's the same guy that uh, that did him uh, for the uh, for the video game. Um, so uh, yeah, I I would love to see that character uh, in a live action uh, series, uh, maybe like an Andor or uh, something or, around that. Uh, that time period, I yeah, think would be really cool to see. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, we're up to number three, Nicole. Hera three. from Rebels. I would have loved to see Hera done really well in one of our live actions. I'd like to see it. Yes. We'll see where she, if if she comes. I think that there's some plan, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number three is from the same show, um, Ezra Bridger. Yes, I want to see Ezra. I, you know, and you know, if they show him in Mandalorian, great. If they show him in the live action Ahsoka, great. Which I think is probably mm -hmm. the best place for him. Um, mm -hmm. But in, in any case, he he. They would be very remiss, those folks at Disney, if they do not bring in Ezra Bridger. Um, or him and Hera show up and ask Ahsoka. I'd like yes. that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right. DJ, what's your number three? Well, I'm going to uh, backtrack just a little bit here. Uh, I did yeah. leave off some names uh, off of my list on purpose. Uh, oh, I yes. left off uh, Sabine, I left off Ezra, I left off Thrawn, because I'm fairly certain, especially Thrawn, we're going to see in live action, probably in the Ahsoka series. Um, you know, uh, Hera was uh, mentioned as possibly being in uh, Rangers of the Republic, uh, so that would be, uh, you know, so I left uh, her off as well. Uh, and I think Honda was mentioned for that series 
um, if I remember reading right. So I left them off. Although I'd love, you know, I would love to see them, but I left them off my list. Okay. So uh, my next one is one that we have actually uh, already talked about. Well, Steve did. Uh, and that is uh, the Inquisitors, and most specifically, the second sister. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see more Inquisitor action. Uh, I love the character in the video game. Uh, I just, yeah, just was like, wow, that that's cool. That That's an awesome story that I would love to see in live action. Uh, so that's my number three. That's great. All right, number two. All right, I'm ready. I know, mine are mostly from books. All right, so that's my right. number two, actually I'm going to say two of them, and that is Vi <laughs> Mordecai right there. You can see her from The Black Spire, as well as Cardinal, because it's kind of like hard not to have one without the other. Um, okay. But you find originally Cardinal actually fierce fears in Phasma. So it's like if they ever created it, they almost have to do one and then two. Or, yeah. you know, do like a series where it creates it creates one. Um, she's is really awesome. It's like it's like a story within a story. You know what I mean? Like so we get finally get away from the Sky Skywalker saga. But at the same time, it's like you're working with resistance so you hear a little bit about leia but leia's actually not there like you hear yeah. about her she's not she's not showing up okay kind of like with dr strange she's there but you know they cut him out <laughs> what about yeah. you what about you steve uh my number sabine wren there we go mm -hmm. um yeah she like just the same as with ezra either the ahsoka show uh, mm -hmm. or uh, or the Mandalorian, or even Book of Boba. Uh, I think Book of Boba, seeing her in that one would be pretty flipping amazing, uh, just because of the uh, the connection uh, with Boba Fett, ki kind of, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I definitely want to see Sabine Wren uh, all grown up and uh, in live action, and I think I think that would be a great character to see where she has, uh, how she has grown, what she has mm -hmm. become. If she's still uh, painting right. things. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. All right. So my number two uh, is also from a book. Uh, it's uh, the same book that Dash, Dash Rendar was in. And uh -huh. that is uh, Prince Shizor. Okay. Uh, the failing prince. Um, oh, that would be interesting. He, he was such a cool character uh, for when we didn't have a bounty hunter. We didn't have, uh, you, know, the, you know, a in the book, they didn't really even uh, have uh, Vader in it or much of the Empire. It was all about uh, this uh, criminal organization. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would love to see that uh, in this character uh, in live action. And if I was to put where they were going to do it, make Solo 2 happen. Do it. Put him in there. there he can go. do it. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's where it needs to be. That's that's my number two. That would be an interesting one. All right, we are now down to number one. All right, so again from a book, <laughs> go surprise. Um, so mine is actually his name is Carr. He comes from the book uh, called Force Collector by Kevin Schnick, I think. Okay. There he is. This is okay. awesome. This book actually takes place between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. So it oh. does not revolves around, but it does not. Again, it takes does not. You don't see any of the main characters except for kind of one, kind of. And it's more like a memory type thing um, without taking away from the book. But Paris is awesome teenager. This was an easy to read book. I loved it so much. I think I finished it in less than 24 hours. Um, there's also a really great connection between him and his grandmother, which when I read this book, it was very new when I had just moved in to help take care of my own grandmother. So, um, it really struck a chord with me and I could see a lot of the, myself in him, um, or a lot of the family stuff that was going on. Um, it was also during the time when they were not talking about the, you know, they were legends, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so I really, I just... I've been saying it. I think even the day I finished it, I just remember, I think I went on social media and said, this needs to be made into a made-for-TV movie. It needs to be on Disney+. Plus. It needs to be like two hours, um, and it needs to be done right. And just, just I mean, Kevin himself is an award winner. So just bring him on. Bring in the author and just let him go to town. Um and and then yeah. of course then I, we'll we'll see one of my favorite icons in there. So one little hint. But beyond that, car, I, I, and it's an oddball. But once you read the book, yeah, you'll be like, oh, I get it. You you get it. You okay. go okay because this brings this newer audience or newer generation. I don't like what the Mandalorian did into it, but without bringing all the legacy, starting its own type legacy, yeah. but giving yeah. a nod to the legacy. I'll see. So. That'd be good. Yep, car. Okay. Yeah. Man, I just realized I didn't put anybody on my list from the Aftermath series. Crap. Oh, okay. Yeah, same. Oh, well. Same. Okay. I'm right with you, and I've got the book right behind me. <laughs> so my number one is uh, not, well, kind of from a <laughs> book, but not really. Um, from a comic book series. Okay. Um, uh, that has been made into an audiobook. Uh, the character that I would like to see live action, the, the, the most favorite character that I'd like to see in live action is Dr. Afra. Oh, yes. Yes. I, mm -hmm. I They have to give her a live action treatment. Um, <laughs> she would be great in, I mean, they could put her in Afra. I mean, not Afra. Uh, they could put her in Andor. They could put her in Obi-Wan. They could put her uh, an older version. They could put her in any of the, the, the sequel shows on Disney+. Plus. Uh, she would fit anywhere because she's just that kind of character. Um, um, but what I'd really love to see is wherever they put Hondo, she needs to be there too. I think they would make a great pair. Yeah. Uh, so that's my number one. How about you, DJ? Uh, give me one second. I just want to follow up on something I saw that 
Like, who are you uh, going to make happy here, him or I? <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I did read earlier today that uh, they uh, were already in pre-production for Dr. Afra uh, uh, for a live-action uh, Disney Plus series. Where did you uh, see that? Where did you uh, see that? I don't is remember it, where I saw it. Uh, so is it official? Uh, oh, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm sure it's probably just a rumor. It was April 19th, 2021, uh, smallscreen.co.uk. Uh, um, and uh, the rumor was uh, Chloe Bennett would, be, uh, would play Dr. Afra. Um but uh, yeah, that would uh, that would be interesting. Uh, I didn't put Doctor Afra on there because I did read uh, that earlier today. Otherwise, she probably would have been number one. Uh, so I had to go back to the well. I, I would rather. I mean, Chloe Bennett, sure, but I'd rather see Kristen Keurig in that role. Okay, that That's would be amazing too. Yes. Um, but, uh, all right, so my number one, since I went back to the well after reading that this morning, um, and I wouldn't mind seeing this, but I will uh, add in a little bit extra after I say the name. Mara Jade. Not oh, Skywalker. I can see. Not, not Skywalker. Mara huh? Jade. The Emperor's Hand. So you're was, saying take all the other stuff and just go based on the like action pack adventure stuff uh, without, well, right? Is that what you're uh, saying? It, Get rid of all the Luke stuff. Don't necessarily have to have them married. Luke doesn't okay. even necessarily have to be in it, but to have a secret apprentice that even Darth Vader doesn't know about, no one knows about, stays in the shadows this cloak and dagger type figure. Uh, I loved the character even before she and Luke got together in uh, Heir to the Empire series. Um, the, the first two books where she's, you know, chasing him down and then, you know, they end up spending time together and realize they're a lot more alike than what, you know, uh, than what they thought. But uh, up to that point was just absolutely amazing. You know, a force-sensitive female role that serves, you know, the Empire and was the Emperor's right hand, I think just would be really cool to see in live action. That's, that's, my, that's my number one. Minus and it makes sense. Part. Palpatine. It makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Palpatine's coming back anyway. It doesn't matter. You're never ah! going to get rid of him. <laughs> Sorry, Diggory, that's but right. I'm not your team on this one. <laughs> well, you know what? They're uh, they do have Luke's hand, and they are going to clone uh, the uh, the rest of the body, and uh, the Emperor will uh, will will live again. One can have a new group. No, Long live um, the Empire. I, I think what's going to happen is the Emperor is going to come back as a Quokian monkey lizard. <laughs> he already has. His name is Bub. 
<laughs> for our audience, that is Camry's little monkey lizard. Massively. Not a pet. <laughs> Not a pet. <laughs> uh, speaking of oh, which, yeah. uh, Bub was the one that won our contest. And if you uh, yep. if you go hit up hit up our Twitter, <laughs> um, you should be able to see him in his T-shirt. Uh, so it yes. actually, while I'm thinking, I wonder if I can, I wonder if I can play that video. Oh man, uh, that was I gotta, funny. Let me let me see if I can play that video. Uh, Camry, my, his his lizard. Yeah, let me um, let me find the video and see if it will let me play this on the show. Where's that? Why can I not find it? Oh, here it is. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm not sure if it's going to let me attach to that. Okay, hold on. Let me let me pause it and make sure it stays paused. And then I'm going to try to share this, and we'll see how this turns out. Um, where's? Wait a minute. Oh, there we go. Can you hear that? Yep. yep. One more thing. I thought you said I was going to win the team bird, the popular Ford muscle car from the 50s and 60s. Maybe it's on the way. I'll keep my eye out for it. Anyway, thank you so much for the shirt and the car. May the Ford be with you. Bug out. I think that's the politest Bob has ever been. So if if you were able to read the shirt, uh the shirt, the limited edition limited edition Rogue One radio shirt that he got said uh I won a Rogue One radio contest and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. <laughs> so Bob was the winner of that t-shirt. Yeah, he was trying to add in a car there too, but you know. Yeah, I I, I let him know that the uh, the contest announcement <laughs> said T-shirt, not T-bird, T-shirt. I'm not giving away a car. Let it be said. For now, until eternity, we will never do a giveaway of a car. I don't have that kind of money, unless it's like a little matchbox car. Very yeah. good. That'll work. Yeah. Maybe I'll send them. A, maybe I'll go to the go to the toy store and find a uh, a Matchbox T Bird and send it to them. Oh, no, no, there's your Rachel there's your Bob car. Watches this, Bob's Bob's yeah. gonna be all over you. Yeah, that's all right. Cam still thinks he won, and there there's still some conversation going on. Uh, yep. I was yeah. I was hoping to have them both on tonight to try to plead their cases, but uh, maybe next week. Um, Anyway, that's all we have for tonight. We're we're all done. Um, thanks for everybody that showed up in the chat. Thank thanks for you. everybody that listened. Uh, like I said, make sure that you hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, as I mentioned, DJ will not be with us next week. 
and I have no idea what our topic of discussion will be. Um, nor have I figured out who the co-host will be. So I will be figuring that out uh, between now and next Tuesday. Um, anyway, and then uh, and then Nicole will be back with us uh, two weeks from today, uh, where we will talk about something that we have not yet determined. Uh, <laughs> again, such such professionals here. We always plan ahead. Um, anyway, um, would you like to, uh, do you have any closing thoughts, Nicole? Oh, no. Well, thank you guys for letting me come hang out, talk about the last Jedi, you know, make fun of somebody with green milk. That was fun. Um, uh, anyway, so it was great. You can find me on uh, Twitter currently still at peace, love star Wars, as well as Instagram at peace, love fandoms and i also write for twin sons outposts so that's where you can find me always good to have you yep. thank you um anything you want to close with uh, dj uh don't have too much fun without me uh i will try if you uh go ahead and have a show i'll try to broadcast a little bit live and um at least say hello um but yeah uh until then uh, you know what it is. May the force be with you. Great, great. You know what? It just dawned on me. I don't think Joey is working next Tuesday. Maybe I'll do a show there, with him. There you go. I'll figure something out. Anyway, uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Thank you, Nicole, for uh, gracing us with your presence again. And uh, DJ, you have fun on your vacation. Uh, safe travels. And as always, everybody, may the force be with you.